And we are back, the Bros. Back at it on a little Why Not Wednesday. A little wacky Why Wednesday. Not Wednesday, but we're not drinking wine. No. Um, we are back. Why Not Beer? Why Not Beer Wednesday? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're back. It is part three of Brews in the Burbs, and with us this week is... You know his voice, his sweet, sultry voice. It is Richie Rosner. Welcome back. Sweet and sultry are two words that have very rarely been used to describe my voice, Joseph. We are happy to have you on, Richie. Rob is also here. You've heard him already. Always. Uh, you know, yeah, always, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> you love me. I, I do. Uh, no, don't admit it. We've got four <laughs> new beers from four new places. Uh, well, not new, but, you know, four play, four different places, four different beers. Four beers we haven't done on the podcast yet. Correct. All new beers, some repeated breweries. breweries. There we go. We yeah. figured it out. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to all of that, Rob, can you tell people where they can reach us on social media? Yep. Download Untapped if you haven't already. Uh, DeBeerBros is our username. Email us, DeBeerBros at gmail.com. Listen to the past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Twitter at DeBeerBros1. Instagram, DeBeerBrosPod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't already. And as always, check out those past quarantine episodes and beer record videos on YouTube. Bingo was his name-o. Alrighty. Richie, what breweries and beers have you selected for us today? Well, I don't have the breweries in front of me, so I forgot, I forgot the exact night. <laughs> which I, got, I, I can help with that. Um, the first one that we have is um, Short Fuse Berry White, which is one of my all-time favorite beers. I went with two beers that I do know, and then uh, two beers that I don't know as well, but the breweries, I know all of them. So Short Fuse Berry White, um, Snaggletooth Bandana from good old Solemn Oath, Solemn Oath which is also a good beer. Uh, and then the two beers that I'm not as familiar with. Alter Heavy Squeeze, right? Is one of them. That, is, that sounds like one of them. <laughs> and what's the other one? And from Temperance? Temperance and Birdsong. So we'll see how those ones are. I'm familiar with those, both those breweries. Not as familiar with either of those beers. So it'll be a nice little tryout. I like it. I'm excited. Me well, too. Let's jump into beer number one, Short Fuse, Bear E. White Rob. Am I pouring or are you? Uh, Set the tone. No, you don't get to look at all of them and see which one you make, you're you going to make me say. All right, I will now. read this. You can you can crack and pour. All right. Located. <laughs> Short Fuse, very white. Uh, but first, a uh, little background on Short Fuse. Located in Schiller Park, Short Fuse is one of a few breweries in Illinois to feature two 30-barrel photos. We uh, mentioned photos when we had Yuzu Fierce from Off Color on the show before. Um, I've never had Yuzu Fierce on the show. What did we have that used photos? Mm, it was one lot. of the barrel aged beer. It's, uh, it's a lot beers. of beer ago, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. A photer is a giant oak vat typically used to age wine. The main purpose of their photos, though, are to age their sours and wild beers. And some of them age from 12 to 18 months. So that's kind of something that they like to specialize special right. in. Can we get a description for the beer? Yes. Uh, berry White. A pale wheat ale with gummy bears. Very bear-y. <laughs> Minimal bitterness. 
to emphasize the gummy goodness made with 120 pounds of Haribo gummy bears. Hey, the best I'm, kind I'm, of gummy bears. I'm sorry, what'd you say? Made with 120 pounds of Haribo gummy there bears. There it is. Caribou. Caribou. You said caribou. Oh. <laughs> it's not caribou, huh? <laughs> uh, this light base ale is full of fruity flavors. Yes. Haribo uh, gummies are the best. Oh, fantastic. Uh, the, the goats. Uh, Do you always have a bag at your place ready to go? I, used I know to. you're a big hair. I, I, They're great. I, you know, now I, I've switched to Laffy Taffy's because they're easier mm. to... Quality candy. It's easier to, you know, when you pop a bag open at Haribo, you're like, I'm just going to eat all of it. Yeah. It's easier to get one Laffy Taffy and be done with it. That's fair. In the wrapper. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, twin cherries, or cherries, whatever the, the happy cherries. That's the best. Oh, those are good too. Yeah. Haribo in general. Just Joe, you got the can in your hand. I though. do. Um... I like this guy. It's very psychedelic. Like, it is psychedelic. Uh, and you got the bear, the gummy bear right in the middle as the eye mm-hmm. and the white. Uh, like the, the, lettering the lettering, too, is, is like a Haribo yeah. lettering. Very uh, cool. All I the mean, different colors that you would get in all the different gummy bears in a Haribo bag. Something that you don't really get a lot in, in can art, it's, it's, I mean, because it's hard to do, is you look at the can and have a pretty good idea of what the beer might taste like. I mean, when you're when you have a gummy bear based beer, it's a little bit easier to do that. Yeah. And and looking at this can, you have a pretty good idea of what the beer might taste like. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely eye popping. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would definitely grab it from a create your own six pack. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Four point eight percent ABV as well. So easy drink. Very easy drinking. Mm-hmm. Kind of what you expect from a wheat ale. Uh, let's take a look at the beer itself. Incredibly carbonated. Very yeah. carbonated. Kind of like a Pilsner type of look to it with all the bubbles streaming. Yeah. The, bu- the bubbles are one of the first things that you notice looking at the beer. Yeah. Uh, that smell, you get that subtle mm. Haribo fruit smell. It's like, mm. I feel like I get a little cheeriness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely the cherry, cherry strawberry, yeah. whatever. What, I think the red is, is, is it cherry? Or, no, I think it's strawberry. I think it's strawberry. I think it's strawberry. Yeah. I don't think they have cherry. Strawberry, oh. pineapple... Are we going to have to have a Haribo show? I mean, we're going to have to. We can get like 12 for a dollar. The watermelon gummy is fantastic. You know how they the soak green like... Uh, watermelon. Oh, okay, yes. You know how they soak like gummy, uh, like vodka and like gummy bears? Yeah. I feel like we could do that, but with like a like a Pilsner or a lager, and I think it would work. I feel like we could just do vodka. I'm not a big vodka guy. Yeah, well, with Pilsner, you're not really going to get much yeah. alcohol into the beer. I guess that's fair. What about rum? What if you soak the berry white in more gummy bears? Now we're cooking with gas. And it's, that's using your now, talking, Rob. Yeah. And, Rummy just, and, and as a reward, the sock scored for you, Rob. Um, <laughs> anything else we're getting otherwise, shall I say it? Taste is one, th- or smells one thing, taste is another. Cheers. Rob, is this your first time having Barry White? It is. Tell us what you think first. Whoa, very fruity. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of what I would normally get from a sour, just without kind of the sour taste. That's kind of what I feel like it goes down like. Is that better or worse for you? I know you're not the biggest sweet guy, but, you know, I don't know if it's the tartness that maybe is doing that to you. It, yeah, I would say it's more so the tartness. Okay. Um, you know, I feel like kind of that combination of sweet and tart is going to wear on you more so rather than just having one or the other. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty pleasant, actually. I'm, uh, 
it's, it's enjoyable. You, you know what you're saying that kind of makes me think of is um, it's kind of like a hell or high watermelon kind of thing where you expect one thing and, and it's yeah. not, it, you, you yeah. don't expect, it, it's not as abrasive on the, right. on the palate. It, it's, it's there, it's delicious, mm. but it is more subtle than I think you might think. Hell or high mango. Right? Don't they have that one? They have that. They, they do have, have that one uh, as well. Pomegranate as well. Yeah. Ooh, I haven't had that one. That's a good one. Mm, that's good to know. Um, kind of reminds me of that. You get a slight weediness, but it's mostly it's mostly sweetness, but it's not too overpowering. Yeah. It they complement each other very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Richie, like you said, this is one of your this is one of your favorites. Mm-hmm. Which which is funny because I was thinking about it as this was as we were talking about it, and I think this is kind of a chronically. In, even in my mind, an underrated beer. Because if somebody's asking me what's one of your favorite beers, not, nine times out of ten, and maybe this changes today, but nine times out of ten, my mind's not going right to Barry White. But it's yeah. a beer that I, if I see it, I know that I'm going to enjoy it. And and I would put I think, it up there in my favorites. I think part of that, too, is like you, you see Gummy Bear, and you're like, how is that going to work in mm-hmm. a beer? Like, especially it's a, you know, like, if it were a sour, I think any of the sour heads would be like, yeah, absolutely. They're going to love that. Sign me up. Right. But a weed ale, you're like, ah, I don't know how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. But the the fruit taste in this really goes well with that weed ale. It's nice and just even evens itself out. Well, very, very good. Kind of funny that you bring that up. Um, if you want to dive right into food pairing, do you have an idea for this? Mm-hmm. I do. Because I, uh, if you want me to go first. You, you, you should okay. go first. Um, I remember this was two years ago when Carolyn and I, my wife, went up to... the worst Borat I've Borat ever heard. <laughs> that was... <laughs> that was a horrendous Borat. Ooh, boy. Right. I, now I can, wow. I, I, I think, Haribu. I think the Beer that? Bros need to do a podcast where Rob does impressions. Oh, I would love Because <laughs> that. that's... That's Those just open mic night with the beer bros. Oh god, that's gonna end very poorly. We're, we're gonna need to listen back at at, at that. There's and a just reason hear how Rob just said that because there's, there's a reason this isn't a comedy podcast. <laughs> I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> I think you know. <laughs> I laugh every time. Mm-hmm. I didn't laugh at that. Um. Anyway, Rob, what were you saying? <laughs> uh so Rob. Carolyn and I went up to Portland, Maine. Uh, well, actually, we were in New Hampshire, but Portland, Maine was right over the border. We went there for a couple beach days, and um, we brought some strawberries with, just mm-hmm. to kind of snack Ooh. with on the beach. I feel like this would pair perfectly with that, and just sipping something like this under the sun in the beach. And when you're in like a New England climate, it's not as the sun is not as overpowering. So even if a sweet beer like this, I think it's going to pair nicely mm. with that type of setting. You you kind of actually inspired me there. Not not based on the sweet. Um, I I agree with what you said. Joe's not going to agree with this because I know he doesn't like seafood. But when you said that and said brought me brought us to New England, yeah. something that I think I mean it's a crisp, light, refreshing beer. I feel like this would weirdly go well with some oysters. Okay, like that yeah. kind of crisp flavor that that just kind of balances. Squeeze some lemon out. on there. Yeah, too. squeeze some lemon yeah. on there. Is crisp 
an oyster something that can go together? I would say so. Typically, if Are I'm doing an oyster, I mean, slimy? typically <laughs> you can make them crunchy too. That's fair. I, I typically, like a, if I'm do, doing some oysters bread and stuff. I mean, no, normally if I'm doing oysters, I'm probably going to go with a uh, wine. I'll probably go with a Sauvignon sure. Blanc, which I would describe as a crisp wine. So, they Sauvignon Blanc tends to pair really well with oysters. This is a crisp beer. I think it would pair well. But like I said, I cannot imagine Joe would ever agree with that. Not because he doesn't want like a pairing, but because he doesn't like oysters. <clears throat> Bingo. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, like any kind of berry. I think well, you know, if you want to do like a mixed fruit, like fruit berry, you know, it's not necessarily something you do with beer, but I could certainly see that being a a good pairing. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit. I, 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 it's gonna sound incredibly easy, but get me a bag of Haribo with this. Like, <laughs> give me, give me my, get me my happy cherries, get me my twin snakes. This will go incredibly well with that. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, I like that because, like we were talking about when we first tried the beer, and and it's something that always takes me by surprise with this beer. You expect it to be sweeter than it is. It's right. really not that sweet. So if you do have a bag of Haribo gummies with it. It brings an additional kind of layer of right. sweetness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely sweet or I could see like a salt, you know, I, I know oysters can maybe get a little salty, right? O- oysters would be more. Yeah. yeah. Oysters I, are I, not I, on the sweet end of the I can spectrum. see I can see salty working with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, time of year wise, uh, Richie, when are, you, when are you most enjoying berry? I, I got to say this is a... Uh, I go back and forth between spring or summer. I'd err on the side of spring, I think, but I could I could crush a few of these during the summer too. Yeah, I would I would agree with you. I think spring, summer definitely would be enjoyable. Uh-huh. Not like, that heat though. Yeah, but like yeah, like spring, like just a, mm-hmm. like a nice spring night. Yeah. Enjoy a few of these. I, yeah, I could really see that working well. Rob. Yeah, I agree as well. I mean, it's not going to work on a very like hot day. Like if if you're pushing the like nineties, I. You're you're not drinking this, even like mid eighties. I would say, you know, high seventies, low eighties, you're fine. So I'll still say summer. All right. Well, we said spring. Okay. Well, I'm going summer. So. <laughs> <laughs> Get it together. The Rob. weather we've come, had. For come the, on, Rob. Probably the past week. Uh, the weather outside the is we- weather. Bingo. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Richie, let's go ahead and get your score here for. Very white. I mean, like I said, I I will enjoy this a lot. I'd I'd put it for me in the near perfect category. I'd probably give it. Uh, you guys will probably put it a little bit lower, but I'd probably put this around four point six, four point seven. I'll I'll err on the side of wow. four point six four. So this is all reliable for you. I, uh, this is an old reliable. Okay. For me personally, I I will I personally will always enjoy this beer. Okay, Robert. So I'm in between would get again and one and done because I don't know if I could have more than one in one sitting just because of the sweetness to it. Um, but I definitely would like to try this on tab. Um, so I guess, I guess I one and done would get again three to three point five is still in that range. I'll go and give it a three point four five here. Point four five. Uh, I would put this in more reliable. Like I, this is one I can see myself getting a four or six pack mm-hmm. of, and like you know, especially, especially just like I, I want to just chill. Like it's just a nice chill night, especially if I have the Haribo. Like maybe it's a movie night. Who oh knows? yeah, get myself my bag of Haribo and just you know pour you know pour a couple of these into a to a glass. 
enjoy my day. You I'm just gonna said- go four point three one. Can I bring this back real quick? Because bring bring it back to food. Because you just said movie night, popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, yeah. Popcorn would some nice buttered yep. popcorn. It's like uh, you're you're drinking your candy sweet, or yeah. having that popcorn. That sounds like a great combo it. to me. I love it. Yeah, I could absolutely see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, gentlemen, any last notes here on short fuses? Barry White. I would recommend trying. That's it for me. Yeah, if you haven't had this one, try it for sure. Richie, if you want to go ahead and grab a Snaggletooth bandana for us. Uh, Rob, while he's doing that, do you notice anything different about me? Uh, it looks like you got a haircut recently, did you? I did. Take a guess as where I went. Where did you go? Did you go to Elevate Salon? I did go to Elevate Salon. Rob, where is Elevate Salon? Located in downtown LaGrange, right off Calendar Streets. As for Candido, when you make your next appointment, tell them the beer bro sent you. And part of the special, uh, special uh, for this month, what is it, Joe? I thought you were gonna come up with it. <laughs> um, the well, I mean, obviously, of course, it is the summer of slim eyebrows. Still, so. the summer, still, of slim still eyebrows. summer of slim eyebrows that runs through uh, Labor Day. Yep, yep. Labor Day. Uh, but if you come in this month, you tell him the beer bros sent you, he will actually add one extra hair back onto your head. It's going to make your, your hair look totally different. It's amazing. You typically got to double give you, for that kind yeah. of action. He'll also give you a high five. Low five, actually. Yeah. Well, way to listen to our sponsors. Might be more of a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, schedule your next appointment at Elevate Salon located in downtown LaGrange off calendar. Absolutely. Ask for Candido. Alrighty, we have Solomoth Snaggletooth Bandana. Solomoth, we know very well. We've had a number of beers. We've done a live show there. Rob, you want to go ahead and pour. Solomoth Brewery makes craft beer in Maple, Illinois. They are driven by a passion for Belgian-inspired and barrel-aged beers. Their brewery offers a tap room where you can sample a favorite ale or try something new. They recently... Open a second location downtown. Uh, that is in Logan, uh, right by That's right. friend Pat and oh, Michael. That. That's right. I believe so. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty certain it's where it's at. I know it is. There is uh, a second location downtown. There, no, there is. I, I just I'm pretty certain it's a, it's specifically in Logan Square. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, Solomon uh, is awesome. We've we've done at least one live show. I think there. it's just one. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a, so it, it is an awesome space to go to both during the winter and during the summer. They have igloos and teepees mm. that you can... Uh, They're heated. That, that are heated that you can rent during the winter, or they have them available in the summer as well, non-heated. They have um, food trucks too. Food, yeah, food trucks. I, I don't know if every day, but at least every day of the weekend yeah. they have them. Really cool, really really good spot, really good beers. They have the, uh, kind of a rotating tap as well. So I feel like their beers have just like keep getting better over the years. Yeah, I would agree. Like yeah. I, I, every uh, time Duke, I try Duke something, Colch is always four dollars there. Yeah, it's awesome. I, we mentioned on the show uh, before, but you know, at the uh, Naperville Ale Fest, we tried a pale ale called Hank Mark Dukas, which I thought was a really good. Yeah, beer. Rob was trying to force our guest here. To take a beer that he maybe didn't want. <laughs> I would have done Hank Mardukas, but I, you know, I'm, I like I'm a, a man who doesn't like to give in to peer pressure, and <laughs> and Rob, Rob was peer pressuring me pretty hard, which which made me want to stand out from the pack and be a little bit different. <laughs> Sounds like a real Hank Mardukas. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
description here for Snaggletooth Bandana. Assertive bitterness forged with a fresh hop aroma of massive grapefruit, citrus, and pineapple. As original of an original as they come. 6.5% ABV. Rob, tell us about this can here. I like it. Yeah, I mean, would you kind of say that... That's a Snaggletooth for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like a eggshell white. Per se, or like kind of a cream type of uh, type white, white. In, in the in the background. You got the tooth in the middle with kind of like a red shield behind it. Um, I mean, it's pretty simple, very simplistic. Uh, they the changed it. Tooth uh, kind of rounds uh, the lettering rounds around the tooth. Uh, they did change it recently, and they also I know recently just started selling it in sixteen ounce cans. Mm -hmm. it used to only be in twelve ounce. And I think it was in, like an all-black can, too. Yeah, it was. It was. So, yeah, very different. But uh, it's slick. It's it's simple. I think uh, I think it's a, it's a solid can design, though. Yeah, it's very simplistic. We're not in can, sis, anymore. All right. I'll see myself out, boys. <laughs> yeah, hey, can you leave your own house for a little while? <laughs> uh, what, are we, what are we looking at? What, what are we seeing with this beer here, folks? Color-wise... Does anything shock you? I mean, it doesn't look like an American IPA. It doesn't mm -hmm. look like what it would typically look like. Well, it looks more like a... Uh, lighter. Like what Barry White looked like, actually. A little bit, yeah. It does. Less bubbly. Well, yeah. Less bubbly. It, honestly, maybe a little bit more opaque, too. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Almost Definitely like a hazy a type of look to it. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's light haze. Right. Smell-wise, though, this is a very nice smelling beer. Yes. Um, just kind of your traditional mm -hmm. American IPA smell. Mm, that is that is a. I mean, that's a smell of a beer that makes you want to drink it. Yes, I yeah, it's nothing that's it's, really it's, like. Which is not something that you always get with a beer. I, I don't say that just because I want to drink <laughs> it, but it's it's genuinely one that, that it's, yeah. it's, it's are, a very inviting smell. It's not off putting. There are some IPAs that you drink that you smell you're like. I don't know. If I'm, I'm in for a uh, moment. <laughs> uh, but with that said, smells one thing, taste is another, and there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's a good beer. That oh, yeah. is a good IPA. Yeah. Yeah. It is or, not too... It's not too hoppy. It's not, like, not hoppy enough either. Mm -hmm. You get that nice little hop on the tongue, but it's incredibly easy going down. I think um, it kind of finishes more citrusy, actually, on the aftertaste. Yeah, I'd agree. And I, I feel like that's kind of what makes it real pleasant. You kind of get that little burst of hops right on the forefront, and then it finishes more citrusy. I, I love an IPA that doesn't say, hey, we an IPA needs all this hop flavor. We're hop strong. We're, we're gonna let the we're gonna let the beer do a little bit of talking to. Yeah. I, and and that's something that I think Sna Snaggletooth Bandana does very, very well. Yeah. yeah. I, does it say on the can which hops it used, Rob? Do we see do we have let's that see if we can find that. Uh we do not, unfortunately. No problem. No problem. Um I mean, you know, I think that grapefruit, that citrus, does also help. Oh, do you have it? Or I'm, I'm looking right now. So uh, yeah, the I think grapefruitness. I think that does help, kind of cut through that as well, make it a little bit more palatable, a little bit yep. more enjoyable. Um, yeah, this is a, you know, I, I mean, I've had it numerous times. Same. It's just a, a very, very good beer. Um, Richie's looking that up, Rob. What would you pair this with? God, I feel like there's so many things you compare it with. Um, I'm probably going, can't find it, I'm probably going wings on this, so. Wings. Ooh, uh, I like that. Yeah, just, um, I mean, God, you can go with so many different flavors. Um, 
I mean, usually mango habanero is my go-to one, but... Okay, uh, like the, store, the store's out of mango habanero. <laughs> Isn't there that lemon zing one Asian from zing? B-dubs? I think an Asian zing? You might be thinking, there's lemon pepper in Asian zing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you no, going, it needs are to you be going something actual spicy. sauce, or are you going... I'll go a buffalo. Like, just a straight buffalo, I think, would work. Straight, okay. I do straight, like that. Straight buffalo, I like it. I think it might cool the mouth as well. I was actually going to say, uh, I, I, I think we discussed this one time on the show, I'm not a big mango habanero guy, but this would go really well with mango habanero, or preferably, I think as I said last time, honey habanero, um, which, which I do love. I do love a good honey habanero, but um, I, I think it would actually genuinely go, I, I know Rob says that every single time, <laughs> but it would genuinely go pretty well with a nice mango habanero wing, in my opinion. Joe? I'm not doing wings. Um, good. Yeah, I feel like I need to figure out something else. I just kind of bailed myself out by agreeing too much with Rob, which you had no, which head. we never want to do. You, don't, yeah. you, don't uh, want you never want to agree with Rob. <laughs> um, I, mean, I think this is a good burger beer. Yeah, like, yeah I, I can see know, it. The, the, the taste on this is not going to blow, like, blow your taste buds yeah. apart. Like, you're still going to be able to enjoy that burger. You get a nice side of fries. Uh, we'll go with hand cut fries on this one today. Ooh, nice. Um, yeah, Those are the best kind. You get some nice hand cut fries, get get yourself just a nice sound American burger, you don't do anything crazy with it. Uh, I think it will go really well together. Richie, you're a fish guy. I actually just thought, I think salmon would be good with He's this. He's actually too. a person, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am, I, you, you, you outed me on the show that I am a merman. <laughs> I think salmon would be really good with this just because you can squeeze kind of some of that fresh uh, citrus on a salmon and it goes nicely no, with the meat. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah, that doesn't. <laughs> That's actually interesting. I would not think of salmon right off the bat, but I don't okay. I don't disagree with you. I, I mean, I, I, I love me a good salmon, so. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed if I said that. Um, yeah, no, I think the, the more, I, I did not agree initially, but the more I think about it and sit on it a little bit, I, I think that's a that's something I would probably try. Never mind, I just had another. I'm not. Time of year wise, what are we what are we thinking? What is going to be the most ideal time to enjoy a snaggletooth bandana? For me, it's got to be spring or fall. Um, I, I don't know if I could really drink this in the hot summer days. I have, I did have one though, like, um, while listening to some live music in the early summer, like I want to say this was early June, it wasn't right. quite hot, uh, Geneva Winery, my uncle was playing there, uh, but, and this was the only beer, uh, they only had Solomoth beer, so I'm like, mm. give me a Snaggletooth bandana, and it was, uh, it was really pleasant. I, I would say uh, late summer, early fall would be yeah. my go-to. Um, that, that, I, I think that's that's for me when I, when I would drink it. Yeah, I'm picturing this as a fall beer. Like, mm. I, I, I think this would be most enjoyed. You know, it's, still, it's not too cold out. You can yeah. still go to a patio and enjoy yeah. this. Uh, you, you can go to Salamoth, mm-hmm. get, yourself, you know, get yourself a pour of this, sit at one of the, sit at one of the tables and just enjoy, enjoy the nice crisp air. Yeah, I think this would really go well together. Crisp sounds sounds good with this one. I agree. Crisp is the word of the day, I think. Yeah. <laughs> crisp. crisp. Rob, we're going to start with you. What are you scoring? Snaggletooth Bandana. Uh, it's honestly one of my favorite IPAs. So it's going in old reliable territory here. Um, I'm going to go 4.33 uh, 4. on this. 
I really enjoy this one. Um, I, I've had it on tap. I think it's even better on tap. But honestly, if I see it on the menu and I don't really recognize other beers at other places, I'm I'm grabbing that. It's a safety blanket. It's also, it's not too heavy actually for an IPA. No, no, it's, it it's a very very bad. easy drinking beer. Yeah, it, it really it's is. It's six point five, so we're not at deceptively smooth territory. Right. So yep. Right. You're getting what you're expecting. Um, <clears throat> just just for the fans at home. <laughs> Richie. I'm right there around where Rob is. I'd say um, probably 4.45 for me. Uh, I, I love this beer. I mean, the, the two beers that I did know that I chose, they're very much so those beers that it, it, it's similar. Uh, in that it, they don't come to mind right away when I'm thinking of my favorite beers. But I don't know why they don't because they should. I, I love both these beers. They're always yeah. a beer that I'm going to enjoy. You know, I feel like maybe, I mean, especially with Short Fuse, it is definitely a brewery that is forgotten. Solomon's mm-hmm. a little bit, got a little bit more street cred. It does, right? it does. But, you know, especially when you're talking about, like, these suburban beers, I, I think a lot of people do just kind of forget about them. Mm-hmm. They do just go immediately to the Chicago's. Right. Uh, but, yeah, Snaggletooth Bandana is an excellent IPA, um, you know, this is a this is an IPA for non-IPA drinkers. As yeah, well. uh-huh. because, because it is not so hoppy and it is not a juice bomb like a hazy is it's just a perfect blend 4.57 nice i, I like that this I would be a good um, beer to get involved in like as, uh, this is a good yeah. introductory to craft beer kind of beer i don't want to say it was probably one of my first ipas drinking when i first like got into more like micro stuff you know like yeah. micro breweries as opposed to like you know kind of like the big heads like goose island revolution bells and places like that this is probably one of the first like my uh micro suburb ipas that i really enjoyed yeah. um i'm pretty sure it's it's probably solemn staple beer overall i would say so that or i mean Lou Koch is pretty popular but yeah it, it's one of those two yeah. kind of a flip of the coin yeah um all right any last notes on snaggletooth bandana yeah, another me. quality beer go ahead and grab our next one richie rob we have alter brewing if you want to give the uh Description and the history on. Or yes. Well, not history, but you know. So, Joe, I think Alter Brewing is going to be one of your new favorite breweries, actually. I love Alter Brewing. I've been there. Okay. Not founded by people who started in beer, but by beer lovers. Alter Brewing was founded with the philosophy of brewing beers they love to drink instead of trying to create, like, award-winning drinking beers. However, salt of the earth. The judges do still love their beers, uh, but they specifically brew styles that they just want to drink. So you're not going to find any barrel-aged beers in their menu. Good choice. <laughs> uh, they're located in Downers Grove, St. Charles, and soon-to-be Oakbrook. It's their third location. Their third location? Yes. That's impressive. Oh, yeah. wow, they're expanding fast. Yeah. I, I feel like whenever I go anywhere, I see an altered beer, or at That's least true. in the suburbs. I they, see an they have a, beer a nice tap handle. They, yeah, yeah. They, they, it take it catches the eye. It does. Oh, I mean, let's talk. You know, let's talk about their logo and everything as well. Oh, sorry. Go ahead and do the description first, Rob. Yeah, uh, hazy and golden in appearance, medium body, akin to that of a New England IPA. This beer is a lemon square in a can. Smooth sweetness is balanced nicely by the punch of lemon citrus. Refreshing and supremely drinkable. 
I'll, I'll be honest. When I chose this beer, it was I was looking down the menu and looking at different options, and uh, this one was one that I was kind of like, you know, this will either be a hit or a significant <laughs> miss. So I really took a chance here. Right now, uh, we're yeah. doing a little bit better than Tim last week. Sorry, buddy. Uh, <laughs> he, did, he, he does still hold the record for best beer of, he the, does. of the series. True, he does. true. So <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't crossed that threshold. That's true. Although uh, Snaggletooth came pretty close. I did. It's true. It did come close to my score. Um, yeah, and you know, Alter is definitely, they are a IPA heavy brewery. I went there with my parents. My parents are not big IPA people. So, you know, I had to kind of like sift through the menu a little mm-hmm. bit, but I had no problem finding a beer that I, I wanted. No. Um, but anyway, we were talking about the tap handle. I love their their logo. It just kind of looks a little regal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or something, you know, just the... Yeah, like an old movie theater kind yeah, of look to it. The, the writing of it. And the can is very cool. You got the lemons in the background. They're just oozing with juice. Uh, you can clip that one. <laughs> is that the new uh, <laughs> deceptively smooth? Let's <laughs> take it out of context. That could be a real bad one there. Canceled um, again. Uh, yeah. Have we found out if George Clinton's bad yet? That'll cancel us real quick. Hey, whatever. I know another Clinton that's the, canceled. But. The, can, the, the, the can's cool. Um, 5.5% ABV. Let's take a look at the beer. Before I say something else stupid, yeah, uh, very hazy. Yes, you almost don't even see bubbles. No, yeah, yeah. and you see a couple at the top where the uh, opacity kind of goes away. Oh my god, kind of reminds a amazing smell. That smells. Whoa. It does smell. I mean, they they that, described it as a lemon bar in a can, and I get that from the smell. Could yeah. definitely be a beer soap. Yeah, it could. Joe, no. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> It like this smells like an Italian ice. Mm, oh, it does. Nice. Like, this is this, this is what I like a fresh Italian ice. This is what it smells like. Um, oh, that is that is an amazing smell. I mean, it, it's gonna be really interesting to try because it's a great it, fragrance. It, I mean, it smells it's like a car or something like that. Oh yeah. Ooh, yeah, it would. Like yeah. yeah. You know what else uh, fragrances are in? <laughs> no, Rob, tell me. <laughs> I know what you're going to do. Yeah, no. Soaps. Fragrance as in like a spray. I'm not putting it, I'm not putting it on my body. Have you heard uh, of these fragrances? Have you, Rob? What about Bofa? <laughs> I, I swear, I... Oh, he I was came, close. I came I, close. You came close. I, I always have recorded folks at home. I have been trying to get Rob just to say it once, just so I could once. stop. I wanted to say, what's D's or what's Bofa? And I could say... You you know it yeah you know um, it was cl- it was close I mean, it was close anyway uh, D's nuts is one thing <laughs> taste is another <laughs> cheers cheers holy moly that whoa is... that just smacks you silly with sourness that's that's it huh? you need to stop with the saying you've gone out of control. <laughs> <laughs> there is a slight tartness, though, almost like a grapefruit type of finish with slight. it. Slight, yeah. I'd, I'd say, say it does. I'd say it's stronger than slight. It's, okay. it's definitely a pretty intense tartness. Yeah, that's uh, that is a no, no, no. Very... The the bitterness, the bitter. There's a slight bitter finish to it. That is more. You said tart. Oh, I'm sorry. 
There is a slight bitterness to it. Like now, bitter, now that you've actually used like your a, words. Like a tart bitterness, kind of yeah. like grapefruit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I get, it, or, or I mean, it's it's like just having straight lemon juice. Mm-hmm. Like, it it, is. like it is, it Whoa. is like sucking on a lemon. Yikes. Mm-hmm. I gotta stop saying things. Um, <laughs> put, all, put, put all the things I've said together forms a very dirty sentence. Um, I'd love to hear that sentence. Ooh, boy. A few more of these. Really. This is a family podcast, right. Joe. <laughs> uh, that's the After Hours podcast. Yeah. Yeah, this is a... Uh, this is an incredibly, incredibly... Th- this is a... I don't think there's going to be like a middle ground in terms of like you either very much enjoy this or you're kind of just like like you're like yeah about yeah. It. If it's, you are a sour person, see it's in, it, it know, depends it's what you mean by very much enjoy because this is definitely one that I would order again. This falls for me into like the kind of one and done territory. Agreed. You can't do more so, than one. Yes, um, but, yeah, but I mean, I'm going to be an older rival. This is no, never no, something no. I'm going to be getting a six pack of no. and like being like I'm gonna drink this for the rest of the day mm-hmm. like this is a it's a lot it is a lot it's a lot to handle um is it too hot to handle for me it is Rob um food pairing food yeah food pairing so I'm trying to think of something that will kind of try to I don't know like soak up maybe some of that sweetness or kind of balance it out um God. Oh, I got mine. Go for it. Salmon. I mean, bringing it back around, I would yeah. say this is this is a good beer with a fish. I mean, what did what did what did Vince say? Sours, I, sours go with. But what? Sours go with fish. Fish. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I feel like salmon though brings out that brings out those lemon citrus flavors even more though. I would want something that would pull back some of that. And that's why maybe more of a butter like in, in terms of fish or just outside the realm of fish because I'd be no. thinking almost a buttery like grouper then. I a groupon, <laughs> a groupon. I'm thinking something like salty like a like fried chicken mm. to kind of cut through I some of that sweetness. It's fried chicken. Everyone likes fried chicken. Also Do you know what video I'm talking about when I say no, that? I don't. Pull it up. But that's one of my favorite videos. Um, yeah, I'd probably go with fried chicken. Just some some kind of like saltiness to kind of cut through this. It's it's a lot to handle. I feel that. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know if I could get through a full one. I don't think you. I don't think you could really have any like kind of meal to enjoy this with. Yeah, like if you had like a bowl of pretzels or something like that, mm, I, some know, saltiness. That saltiness yeah. can help cut through. But like, I I could not see myself ordering a meal and being like, yeah, give me a heavy squeeze. Uh, I think I think that will. This is going to very much overpower your taste buds. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, almost now that you say that, you, you could almost do this with like, I mean, if you want to, not technically for breakfast, but you could almost do this with like a French toast or something that, okay. that go, that's so a breakfast for dinner. Yeah, like that's something that you want to like squeeze a lemon on, like I kind of think yeah. of, um. You have breakfast for dinner, everyone celebrates, you have a, one beer at breakfast and everyone says you're an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's from. Daily life. Yeah, that's just, that's just <laughs> that sounded like a, a little club. less judgment, Robert. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Yes. Would you put this in a mimosa? 
Um, yeah, I could see this being a yeah. I could see it like a beer mosa or right. however you'd like to do it. Right. Yeah, that champagne might kind of cut through. You need like it. a really dry champagne, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that might be able to cut through it, but it's still going to be a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot to handle. Uh, it's too hot does, to handle. Does, does anyone have we any made that reference? I understood that reference. <laughs> does anyone ha- have any different time of year other than some form of spring and summer? No, no that's pretty. That's let's, pretty much a given. Let's let's move to scoring then. <laughs> um, yeah, Richie. I mean, you said like this is going to be a one done. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's not that great. It's. It's just, it's a very strong taste. Mm-hmm. So your mileage is going to vary on right. it. Um, I'm going to just put it right at a three. I would say I would get this again. I would certainly like to try it on tap. Mm-hmm. But I think it's it's definitely one I could never do more than one 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 of these. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm right around where you were saying. I, I mean, I was honestly between should I be in the high twos or the very low threes. And uh, I, I'm right there with you. I'm assuming Rob's going to go a little bit lower, one, so I'm going to go like a 3.01. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to price is right Try to help Jeff. it as much as you can because help, this help is going to be a rough uh, score for me. Five? I couldn't finish this. This is a sip, sip, dump for me. Looks like you finished it. Yeah. I guess I did. Let the record <laughs> show that Rob is a liar. But I'm talking Where's about Carol? a full pour, like in a can. I don't think I could do it. I feel that. So I'll give it a .95. .95. .95, wow. Ooh, boy. Uh, Richie, you're, you're setting... You are setting uh, no, no, that's setting oof. records in the wrong direction. Yeah, yikes! <laughs> <laughs> you got to really hope for birds. Although it's a saison, so Rob's yeah, Rob's that's an automatic. Uh, um, I had a whip beer recently. I liked. I'll get to that on other beer news. So, <laughs> uh, any last notes here on heavy squeeze from Alter? Still a great brewery. Yeah, Phenom- yes. very good beer. Phenomenal beers. You should go there. Uh, the, uh, this is an there? outlier. This I, was experimental by design. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I absolutely you, would have it again. You only want one. Uh, have either of you been to the Downers Grove I have. Location? It's a nice location. Really, really nice location. I've been to neither, so I will have to go at one point. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty a pretty open spot, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a brewery where you can see where they're brewing the beer. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. That's yeah, a very cool look. Um, yeah. Alter Brewing in Downers Grove, St. Charles, mm-hmm. and Oak Brook, right? No? Oak Brook soon? is coming soon. Or yeah. You put that in there, yeah. so I don't know why I was looking at you. I don't even want to look at you right now. <laughs> uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to look at me either. <laughs> Thankfully, my eyes point out. Richie, if you want to go ahead and grab our last beer, we got Temperance Birdsong Saison. Pour this out while you're uh, at it. Temperance <laughs> is located in Evanston. Uh, Evanston, it's actually Evanston's first brewery, Temperance Beer Co. Beer Co. Celebrated when its first beers were poured in September of 2013 at Prairie Moon, a restaurant in Evanston. Uh, the on-site tap room opened shortly thereafter in December of 2013, known for its broad portfolio of well-crafted, approachable, and award-winning beers and its history of supporting the community. Temperance has created a large and loyal following. Great crack. Fantastic Description of this beer. Funky and refreshing. Dry hopped with Nelson Sauvin hops. Nice. 
not one that I'm super familiar with. Uh, neither am I. Uh, 6.3% ABV, so a little bit higher, I feel, for uh, Saison. For a Saison? Mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel like Saisons are a little bit a little bit like in the 5 area, usually. Also, I feel like I did this podcast disservice. I did not give you the opportunity to say uh, your trademark phrase with any of these beers. That's okay. That's okay. That's all right. And it's, it's not, though. It's not, you know? <laughs> it's not. We, we've I, got, I, I, someone needs a spanking. The, the, the audience has gotten enough... <laughs> Borderline things from me, so uh, Rob, why don't you tell us about this can? I was going to let Richie do it. He hasn't described okay, the Richie, can. Richie, you want to go ahead and describe it yet? Uh, you know, I think no, you're doing bad. Rob, don't. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's one word uh, to describe the can at the, at least at the top uh, to me, and that word is Adventure Time. Yeah, it, yeah. it reminds yes. me of yeah. the animation of Adventure Time. I really like this can. It's just kind of a pleasant. Yeah. pleasant pan to look at if you're looking at it from a, a particularly descriptive way i mean you just have bird song in red uh and again very pleasant font yeah. uh, as pleasant as a font can be um and then below it is just white but above it is kind of a, like a tree line like a bird would would sit yeah, in and uh, in you there. have some bird houses some what look like adventure time-esque birds uh very oh, wait, much no they're speakers in. are those oh those yeah. are speakers but they kind of look like bird houses they're birdhouse speakers. Birdhouse speakers. <laughs> um, but yeah, a very... I, I like this can a lot. It's a pleasant can to yeah. look at. Um, let's take a look at the beer and smell the beer here. Did you see that? I just like... I, I like whipped the can to put it down, and then a drop just landed smack dead in the middle of my glass. It's just fantastic that. aim. That's pretty magical. That's, that's <laughs> Um, the look of this beer. Uh, we got a nice little foam head, actually, with this. Very nice, nice foam head. Foam head. Uh, it had a very nice, steady stream of carbonation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just constantly going up. Or Slight hazy opaqueness yeah. to it. The smell, though, I mean, this this smells like an Allagash White. It does. It does. Uh, you know, your, your wit beer. You don't get that quite as funky smell like I think you do with other farmhouse or saisons. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a... Very pleasant smelling beer. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a candle. Yes. Yes, I will agree with you on that, right? <laughs> uh, but, gentlemen, for the last time today, smells one thing, tastes another. These nuts. <laughs> Ooh. It, Ooh, I really like that. That is very that is very good. That uh, is way lighter like in that in that standard Saison. When when you hear a Saison, you expect a really in your face kind of I don't know what the word is, but you, 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 yeah, that Saison flavor in your yeah. face. And and it's a little bit the, smoother. The clove flavor uh-huh. of this is is subtle but still very enjoyable. Um mm. Yeah, this is this is definitely a very palatable beer. Which saison, uh, or which beer was the saison that we had with Brian? Was it the one from Udine, or was it uh, do Yuzu? Uh, I believe it was Less Is More. Okay, that was the saison from Udine. There we go. It kind of reminds me of that one actually. Like I feel like it's not too sweet. Uh, it's it's really refreshing, mm-hmm. and I I yep. just think it's really well balanced. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and that's a good a sweet. Yeah, I definitely do get that kind of like mm-hmm. sweet kind of taste to it. Yeah, but it's not overpowering. I get right. almost like a little creaminess to it as well. Yeah, I get kind of like, when you say creaminess. The moment you said that, it kind of like cream soda notes almost. Yeah, 
It's a very interesting saison. It is. I really like this, though. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of it. Probably one of my favorite saisons I've had. There you go. Yeah, oh, wow. That's that's uh, quite the compliment. Good, good for you, Temperance. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if we were to pair this with something, Richie, let's start with you. What would you pair this saison with? Mm. Rob, I'm going to say this right now. Neither of us can say Shakuta Report. We have to go one episode without it. I know. <laughs> I already got mine. I would probably... Um, my mind's going to kind of like a, a nice German... Something German. Probably a... Uh, uh, what's the word? Smashed pork. Uh, schnitzel? Schnitzel. Oh, schnitzel sounds yeah. pretty darn good with this. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Schnitzel, schnitzel is that that is my answer. Um, I'm going sushi. I'm staying on the fish route today. Hmm. Uh, just because I think it's kind of light enough where I think you I could guess. kind of tackle quite a quite a few rolls. I know the rice can kind of weigh on you, but this is kind of a perfect beer that's still pretty light enough and offers some slight sweetness to um, kind of complement the fish. Uh, so I, I think it would pair perfectly with it. Would you, nigiri, sashimi, or a uh, hand roll? Not sashimi. You don't like uh, hand sashimi? roll? Yeah. I do not like sashimi. Sashimi, really? Come on, Richie. You would hate sashimi. Oh if yeah, Joe would not do all sushi sashimi. Type, I will do. You not think eat I would sashimi. like any of those options? You might like sushi. No, I they make fried rolls that are really good. They have some. Well, if you don't like even cooked like, fish, I don't yeah. like fish in general. Huh? You'd be uh, surprised. I didn't like fish too. That's true. I I was in Boston, like the fish capital of the world. I tried lobster. I Ooh, tried other fish. Lobster roll would go Did well with not this, too. Like it. Ooh, I would like a lobster roll with this. I like a lobster roll can't, You can't say I haven't tried it. <laughs> At least he gave it a shot. I gave it a shot. Okay. As long as you give it the old college try. I say give something the old college try at least, like... Once every five years, because taste buds can change, you know? like Your taste buds change every seven years. Is it seven? Okay. I knew it was something around there. Um, yeah. I guess that makes sense, because the first time I tried Antihero, I didn't like it, and now I love it. I mean, we're approaching 28, so... So, yeah, seven would, years. It would be changing. Our taste buds are currently changing. Yeah. Um, food pair, I, I always struggle with saisons, like, it, like, just with pairings and stuff. I mean, if you wanted to do... I don't know. I mean, if you, you want to do a salad, whatever. Choose whatever you want. Time of year wise. <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want. Do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> Pick one of the things I said before. <laughs> um, time of year wise. Wait, I got one for you. Go for it. Your lemon chicken. All right, lemon chicken. I like it. Be good. Yeah. Thank you. I got you. I'm glad it's made a lasting impression. Oh, this guy. <laughs> Between that and my pasta, about it. it. It's fucking good, right? Yeah. Um. Time of year. I'm going to go with fall. I think fall is going to be... I think you could enjoy this in the summer or spring, mm-hmm. too. But I think, like, fall, you know, like a nice Saturday, maybe yeah. you're watching some college football. You have a couple of these beers. Maybe you're sitting out in the out in the patio just enjoying life. Yeah. Okay. This is spring for me, just because I think you're kind of starting to think about warmer times. And this offers a slight citrus sweetness to it that I think kind of makes you think of... Yeah, warmer times to come. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Joe. I'm fall all the way on this one. I can see spring, um, but a couple of fall guys. Fall guys. Fall guys. Like, a great game. Like the game. Yeah. 
Uh, what are we scoring? Temperance bird song. Richie, you going first? Four point one <laughs> two. <laughs> Why did you take so much time for that? I was thinking this one. Is a, this one feels like a hard one to score, and then I just you know it it, it, it you know. This is all reliable for I me like too. It. I'm gonna go slightly below four point oh eight. Hmm. Yeah, I think I could put this in the reliable. I think I could definitely see. I don't know if I could. I I think maybe three is where I'd tap out at. Okay. It's enjoyable, but I think. After a while, I'd be like, I kind of want a different one. We're going to kill a bug live on air. Pedo's going to be after us. Um, but I'm going to go with oh, a 4.13. Going to price his right you on the other end here. Uh, Richie, excellent work. Yeah, uh, nice work. Three I mean, out of four. Three, three, for three f- out of four. four. Three for four, I would say a strong three for four. Yeah. That's Hall of Fame numbers right there, bro. Let's go. Uh, any last notes on any of these beers? That's it. All right, let's do a little rapid fire. We're kind of coming up on here time. Let's do a little yeah. rapid fire in other beer news. Richie, do you have anything you want to talk about? Uh, not really. There's one that did come to mind, and now I'm forgetting the name of the brewery, which doesn't bode very well for it. It's been Two Hound Red. What? Two Hound Red. No, I actually <laughs> didn't. Rob, you liked that one a little bit more than I did. Um, <laughs> swing back around to me. I'm going to look it up. All right, I'll talk about Two Hound Red. I thought the food was really good. Uh, the beer was just so-so. I had a uh, session IPA from there that was really piney uh, and pretty smooth, but nothing that kind of stood out, nothing really memorable. Um, the one I really liked was their uh, Dressed in White Whip Beer. Uh, slight citrusy sweetness with a balanced dry and bitter finish, which helped this beer go down like an Alice Gash White. Mm. Um, and then we went to see an improv show, which was... Uh, so so, it occurred. Uh, it happened. It, it happened. <laughs> it, it happened, and we sat and watched. It was a thing we did. Yes. <laughs> um, they had a beer menu, but they didn't tell you which where the beers were from, and it was like it kind of pissed me off. They wouldn't tell me where the uh, what brewery it was from. The guy was being funny. Yeah, he was. But part, he wasn't he was being just, actively funny. He was part of the act. He thought he was being funny. Uh, but I had a beer from Sketchbook. Uh, orange door double dry hopped IPA. This was bursting with orange citrus flavor that I think would make a really good golf beer. Um, also, I, I think I would put it with a like a beer mosa. Interesting. You're on this little beer mosa kick, Rob. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit I mean, of beer mosa summertime, kick. I feel like summertime is optimal for um, beer mosa. Oh, yeah, 100%. For mimosas in general. Sure. I mean, I, mimosa, I could drink any time of oh, the I year. I love a good mimosa. <laughs> uh. <laughs> It's I Mimosa, not Mimosa. Mimosa. I actually did think of what I was going to say. This is actually, I, I had this before I came on the show the last time, but we were talking about Chattanooga, so I didn't think about this. Or maybe I did and I just forgot that I said it. But I uh, was recently in Baltimore, relatively recently, and there's a pretty cool brewery there called Ministry of Brewing. 
The brewery is uh, in a repurposed Old church. church. Nice. That's like a popular thing. It, a, there was one in um, New Buffalo, Michigan that yeah. did the same thing. Church mm-hmm. breath. Church breath, yep. It, it, church. It's pretty darn yeah. cool. Uh, the beers were really good. Nice. A lot of different styles. I mean, pretty much any style under the sun. Beer church. That's what it is in New Buffalo. Thanks, what? <laughs> uh, kind of derailing Richie. We're going to have to restart. I know, you know, now I just don't feel We've comfortable We've got five minutes finishing. left here. And I don't feel like this is a safe space anymore. <laughs> well, awesome. I like it. Um, I, had a, I had two new ones I had, uh, I had to get them in before this episode. Uh, half Acre IPA or Way. I think Brian might have had this. I don't remember if he talked about it. Uh, juicy and hoppy, but with a sweet finish. Very good beer. Very enjoyable with a... Uh, with a burger, it was a hazy beer, but it was not. It, that's why I think it was Brian had this one. Brian, let me know if you did. Uh, like it was not a traditional hazy. Like it was just incredibly balanced and well done. Nice. Um, and then I had Hidden Hand, which uh, is actually a frequent collaborator with Salmoth. Uh, the bar, the bartender was like, "Hey, you want to try this one? If you like hazies, your your uh, makes you makes you larger." It is clean and juicy, not quite as good as the other, but still pretty enjoyable. I liked it a lot. Uh, it would be a little bit harder to enjoy with other food, but still very good. Like cool. It. Alrighty. Anything else on any of these beers or anything? Richie, anything else? No, I think we pretty much covered it. That's uh, definitely check out all these breweries. I, yes, I please love do. all these breweries. They're they're all quality breweries. Um, I mean, you're you're if you're gonna go to any of these breweries, you'll probably find a beer that you like on on tap. Absolutely, agreed, agreed. Uh, so, programming notes: uh, I'll be in Vegas next week. Rob and I will be doing a live show from the Brookfield Zoo Brew hey. on Saturday on that on next Saturday, the twenty seventh, and then we will be back with Rob and I's weeks for brews in the burbs to close out our summer series yep all righty let's go ahead and close this thing out and gentlemen let's be nice and gentle with our with our claims we were the ones that broke it last yeah as always we invite you to try these beers along with us please do so responsibly do not drink and drive and cheers cheers there we go smart Two base truck out. Walter White is Heisenberg. <laughs> <laughs>